0: The latest news, views, and reaction to the A League, the Socceroos, and Australian football. This is
1: 442FM.
2: Hello and welcome to Drive Time 442 FM, taking you to work this morning. Um, you probably won't get that because it's a podcast, but it's uh, <laughs> it's very early in the morning here. It's the middle of the night. We're um, we, we don't normally do it this early on a on a Tuesday I don't morning. We do anything this early? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I'm normally in REM sleep at this point, um, but due to the Melbourne Cup and a, a certain Johnny Davidson up late at night in England, uh, we've decided to to do a, an early morning pod. So um so here we are. Kevin Ayers is swimming. Yeah, hi. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Con Good morning. Okay. Podcasters. Take it away. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, and Johnny Davidson in the house.
1: Greetings and salutations.
2: Right mate, you're going to have to carry us today. Even more so than normal, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: I haven't been reading up on my Greek mythology. Um, a Brilliant uh, podcast that I listened to over the weekend. But um, geez, it's another quiet week in uh, in the A League of Australian football, isn't
2: it? Mm. What are we going to talk about? Um, well, I have got some backup notes on on the Melbourne Cup. If anyone wants to uh, wants to go with that, I'll borrow them later. actually. <laughs> yeah, they could come in quite handy. Kev's nicely suited up Actually
3: Best dressed I've been outside of funerals For quite some time <laughs>
2: yeah. Con has got a fascinator on Or are they your sunnies on your head? They're yeah, my sunnies Alright
0: oh, <laughs> Fascinator will be uh, Coming out At 2.30 in the afternoon 2.30 tonight. 2.30 or 3.20 Forget when it's on
2: Well Talking of Melbourne Let's talk about football in Melbourne Friday night Game of the round Jets Come back What? Who saw this
3: coming? 2-0 And you threw it away oh. That was a polite version of that chant, obviously. Yeah.
2: So talking if we're in a betting uh betting mode now we're in uh, Melbourne City. Uh, sorry, Melbourne Cup Day. JVS. Should we, should we do a sweep of, of which A League manager's gonna gonna get the sack Because he 'Cause he's gotta be up there.
3: I think it was always gonna be him first anyway, wasn't it?
2: Not? It's gotta be. Uh, even more so now. He's gotta be first,
3: yeah. I think even Kenny Lowe in a race. No, I think Lowe's probably still going to survive longer than JBS. Yeah. But Well, that's the way it or should Popovich, be. Popovich, maybe. But I still don't think that necessarily that's the way City's management actually works. Mm. Uh, they do seem to give everybody every possible chance. But, it's it, again, it's also a similar story to Aloisi. He's got a squad that's racked with injuries. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. I, um, I mean, Aloisi I never the... had the chance to, to field his first team. Because of injuries. Yeah. And until he got sacked, and then everybody came back almost the next week. Uh, and uh, JVS is in exactly the same position. There's about half, at least half a dozen out with injuries, isn't there?
0: Yeah, I'll just tell you the list of names that are out in Melbourne City Aaron Hughes, calf, um, one week. Ivan Franich, quad, two to three weeks. Harry Navio, hamstring, probably two weeks. Robert Corren, one week. Michael Zulo, three weeks. James Brown, indefinite. Tender Velapi, concussion. Mark Marino,
2: three months. So that's a bit of a list. James Brown, he normally feels good as well.
3: Oh, (laughs) well done. Six years he's been suffering those problems. (laughs) Um, I thought thought they might need a a new strength and conditioning coach, but they just got one in. And he came from Spurs. Uh, Mm -hmm. He only arrived in June. And yet they still get these injuries. I mean, Naville was looking good in preseason and the early part of the season. Huh? I and mean, then now he's on the sidelines as well. So these are new injuries coming through. Uh, the non-stop. They have been non-stop for what three years, mm. uh, at least. Uh, they've changed training grounds in that time as well. So it can't even blame the training ground. They've changed. are they at that m- new smic training ground that they beautiful? Built? Like, what yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. I mean, they've been playing in some shitholes in the past, training in some shitholes in the past, but <laughs> new one's good. Uh, so I don't know what the problem is. Uh, is it JVS overworking them? Who knows? Maybe so less- a, a,
2: a quick one on City before we move on to Jets, because you know we do need to give them some credit for this. Um, but City, they have this... They look so neat in attack. You know, They're forward sort of four or five. Are just so so look so slick with a ball like Moy pulling the strings uh, and then anywhere in their own half it just goes to shit everyone just kind of falls apart and it just they, they look like conceding pretty much every time the opposition attacks
0: I don't think they have a, a defensive midfielder that cleans and sweeps things up and and stop um, stops balls
1: uh, well, why, why is Eric pardlow not playing? I, I really don't understand that
3: yeah, because he's not even on the injury list.
1: I mean, and he, he's, uh, he's won, what, a couple of grand finals. Um, I think he's got a soccer cap in there. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. He
0: played the first game against Sydney FC. Yeah.
3: There seems to be FC. some sort of personality thing that would appear to be going on there. Or, or is it something else? Because, mm. I mean, he's exactly what they're lacking at the moment. They're lacking that bit of uh, balls in the middle of the park uh, in front
0: of the back line. Why he's not playing, I don't understand at all. And you can always tell—you can always tell um, you, if you're an, if you're the opposition, you, you'd think well, when you're playing against Melbourne City, we're up to score some goals here. Mm. You, you wouldn't be—they're not on a defensive side at all, Melbourne City.
3: The second half collapses. I mean, that's the mm. thing as well, which again suggests that there's a, an issue with strength and fitness. Mm. That uh, after an hour, they just go to pot,
2: which is probably an appropriate time to, to give the credit to the Jets because. You know the Jets of last season, two nil down away from home, would have been five nil. That would have been it. Mm. Their heads would have gone down. They wouldn't have had any inclination that they were going to come back. Um, and and yeah, and they did. John. Yeah, I mean, uh, as
1: a as an overcastrian, it's it's good times in uh, Newcastle. They've already uh, equaled last season's haul of three wins after four rounds. So I mean, uh, this is by far the. The best one coming back from two goals down. Uh, and you've got to give a lot of credit to, to Scott Miller and, and JP because um, there, there's a lot of character and a lot of heart in that team which wasn't there under Phil Stubbins last season.
3: Yeah, somebody was making the point that uh, picking up JP was Jean Paul de was a really key signing as well as Scott Miller. Yep. Uh, he, he does bring a lot of experience and uh, savvy to uh, the side. That you know, uh, Scott Miller's bring youthful uh, exuberance, but uh, you do need that veteran head just to round out the the bench, and he seems to be doing it very very well.
2: Uh, Scott Miller, I just, I, I was, I was the first one to question the uh, how many times he was going to get dubbed the youngest coach in the A League, and and and, <laughs> and and how that was that annoyed me already. But you know, I, I, I'm kind of eating my words a little bit because. Um, I, I, I absolutely love the guy. Every time I every time I see him on TV, you know, doing his press conferences, he looks so calm and composed and, and assured of, of what he's doing. Um, and for a for a young coach, it's you know it's it's. And you'll, Connell, know this as a Villa fan. And um, the Tim Sherwood, you know, he has that sort of you know he has the young, youthful arrogance, yeah. which hasn't put him in a very good stead, and and yeah. almost uh, some media. Um, have kind of turned turned against him yeah. off the back of that. But Miller seems to have this confidence, but n- no hint of arrogance. Very humble, but you know he, he just looks so calm and assured on, on TV. And
0: I think Phil Stubbins would have been that hard man manager, like taking lumps out of the players and mm. telling them off. And um, wasn't he uh, attacking them in the media? And also, um, you know, uh, it, it wasn't private what was happening. You know, there no, was he went public with yeah. everything, and he, he was just a. Terrible, and you were there at training, terrible man. You were manager. there at training as well when um, Joel Griffiths was.
3: Yeah, I mean that was just he went out of his
0: way to humiliate and undermine yeah. players. So, and that's just no way to build a team. And Scott Miller seems to be the guy that's come around, put the arm around the players, and the biggest thing of all, giving them belief. And he's not so much older than the than the players too. Yeah. being mm. so young, so that's probably a, a difference too. Is he younger a, than Carney? Oh, what's Carney. No, oh. not quite, but yeah. they're, is he, is they're he pretty, is he pretty close.
1: He's uh, got more hair than Carney.
0: <laughs> and he looks like Paris Hilton. Scott Miller. He looks like Paris Hilton. Paris. Perez. All oh, right. <laughs> is it Perez Hilton or Hilton Perez? Paris? Paris Hilton. Paris Hilton. If mm. you look up the both photos. Yeah,
3: Paris. Uh, Ask him that at the press conference, yeah, yeah, ask him I'm if sure anybody's ever pointed that out before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, you go. But he, he served a good apprenticeship, uh, Scott Miller, I mean he, he's been building up for this for a long time despite mm. his, his young age. Uh, you spoke to him when he was over at Fulham, didn't you? John?
1: I think I'm probably the first one in the Australian football media to speak to him, yeah, good 18 months ago, um, met, met him down at um, Putney Bridge and had a coffee and uh and an interview and yeah I think six seven years um worked his way up from you know the the training yard at at, um Craven Cottage at Fulham and you know into an assistant role there so um he's had a great apprenticeship with Roy Hodgson Mark Hughes Martin Yole probably not so great with um with uh, Felix Magath at the end, but, yeah, there's a good story about cheese and um, the use and
3: injury oh, that's prevention. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. I mean, yeah. that, that's a hell of a roll call of coaches to work with, mm. isn't it? Yeah, I think,
1: I think you can particularly see with Hodgson. I mean, Roy Hodgson, he's a funny one. He sort of polarises people's opinions, but he definitely knows how to set a team up and organise a team and you look at his results different leagues you know and with Switzerland and etc um, and you can see that you know with, with Newcastle they are very well organised very well set up and um, you know hard to break down and there's, there's definitely that organisation there that I think he would have learned in, you know at the, at the highest level
3: He also had a bit of, uh, a bit of work experience rather than a, a permanent role with the Socceroos as well didn't he? Mm.
1: Yeah I think he had Was that a, when Ange, Ange brief, first took over? I'm under Ange and obviously it was Ange's um uh, you know, Ange gave him the the nod to get the job. I um, had to had say, so that's a that's a fair endorsement. Um, you know, coming from from Postacoglu.
3: Yeah, I think given that he's coming after Phil Stubbins, it's going to be it would be hard for him to look any worse than Stubbins did by the time he left. But uh, I think he has turned things around well beyond what anybody expected. Uh, and you got to wonder as well. You know, Scott Miller had, had the job last year when I, I think arguably they had a a much stronger side uh they lost a few through the the whole Stubbins period uh and the FFA coming in slashing budgets and stuff but if if Miller'd had that squad last year i think they would have been serious contenders
2: well i i really like the the link up between Olivadich on the on, on the left and the, he looks so dangerous yeah, and they, they, they've, last year, they've got they've crying. got a very a, a very clear game plan there for for him to beat that man, mm. you know he he looks to beat the man every time. You know we saw it with Barbarisus last night. Mm. You know that that sort of confidence of a of a wide player that no matter where he, where he was on the pitch, he was looking to beat that um, beat that player. And if he could just sort out his his final ball um, and land sort of more more often than not in and around Trafinovic, you know Miller came out and said he, he's expecting a return of one in three from uh, from Milosh up front. Mm. Um, got four four so far this season has he or is it three no it's three. three four I think and your nose must be
0: bleeding uh, John <laughs> being so high up in the A-League ladder <laughs> um,
1: well so uh, I don't know about nose bleeding but um, definitely definitely surprised I think it's probably surpassed uh, anyone any Jets fans wildest dreams you know first four rounds um, I think as, as Kevin said I don't think the squad is, you know, massively better or um, you know, on paper than, than what it was, but you can just sort of see the that they want to play. Um, you know, the, the culture there has changed and um are you a know, really hard working team and the long may it continue.
0: You've got Jason Hoffman making marauding runs, what's going on? Kantorowski scoring.
1: <laughs> yes, Kantorowski scoring his second goal in eight years. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Maybe he's a number ten.
2: In <laughs> very good. Saturday afternoon, Sydney FC ventured up the coast to Gosford, and it was it was, it was the scene was set for Simon, according to Arnie, uh, and, and he scored the, the winning two goals that, um, that downed the Mariners. Con, I thought that was a very interesting build-up. How
0: the chairman said we're not interested in winning, entertaining. We're just interested in entertaining. So did, did, I wonder if you asked the central question did, did he actually say we're not interested in winning? Well, he didn't say we're not interested in winning. He said the main focus is, well, I don't even said the main focus. We want to entertain. Yes. Results, didn't he say the results don't matter? I think he said results don't necessarily matter, but yeah. that's not necessarily the same as saying
3: we don't want. Yeah. Okay, we're right, not so, bothered, uh, let's
0: not paraphrase.
2: It, 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 but results it kind of smacks of David Brent a little bit. You know, yeah. I'm a, I'm half a football manager, but half an entertainer. <laughs> 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 Very well done. Um,
0: yeah, so I think that spurred on Matt Simon to say a few words. And you just knew it was going to happen, right? Especially when the fans booed Matt Simon when he came on. Mm. Did they just forget that all the years that he gave to the club and he helped win them championships? And I think it, it was unfair booing him, given, oh, that, just... given that he...
3: It, he didn't leave willingly. You know, he was turfed yeah, by right. the Mariners. Yeah. Um, but I think there's a lot of people that just think that he's Mariners through and through and shouldn't play for
0: anyone else. Well, don't boo him. Boo the people who let him go. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And you look at Ante Kovic, the way he was... Uh, um, the There was no booing when he came on to face the Wanderers. Exactly. The same story. So, yeah. That's, yes. yeah. Uh, I think people understood that
3: he was released unwillingly by the club and I just did compliment
0: the Wanderers fans with that that the
3: record <laughs> yeah, show just <laughs> just to keep that. it rounded nice.
1: well yeah. done the record show I don't, um, no, I don't think there's I mean the big issue with the being entertaining because I mean the Mariners you know you look at the the money that they've spent or the lack of money spent the team that they have there's no relegation I mean they want to go out and entertain, what's the the
3: problem there? Um, I'm with you 100% of the way on that. Yeah, how
1: many teams can we have that just sit
3: behind the ball and, you know... In all likelihood, they're going to lose most of the games this season because the squad isn't competitive. Uh, So you can either try and grind out a minimal loss or you can go out there aggressively, chase a win and uh, fingers crossed that you can hold on to it.
1: But he's... that worked for Phil Moss last season, yeah, the grinding approach. Exactly, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. I mean, it kills the crowds, nobody's interested in watching, yeah, uh, right. and you end up with a loss at the end of the day anyway. Uh, so, no, if I say more power to them. Uh, we need more peop- more teams going out there and just attacking. There's no relegation. What's the downside? You...
1: Yeah, and a bit of, bit of luck there, you know, with that penalty that should have been given. I mean, Definite a, penalty. Oh, I've got the ball. That, oh, come on. You've got yeah. the ball. yeah.
0: Got your sky blue glass sunglasses He's got on the again. Ball. Your friend Brenton Speed posted a picture on Twitter where you see um grab the ball first. Gosh, gosh, Brenton Speed was backing a referee, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> really? And he wasn't even commentating on this game either. Jeez, he he took him the player out. Long before that ball was ever he was was anywhere near his hand. through the air,
0: upside down. By the time
2: Jan I can't, be- I
0: can't. When I, when I was watching, I can't believe that it wasn't a penalty, and I can't believe he was still on the field. Yeah, and you- that cha- That was, and our, our mate, Roy O'Donovan, was on fire. Well, wow. almost yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, mildly smoking. Yeah, yeah. So smouldering
3: in the course. Let's. It's not but that smoking
2: radio. was him actually smoking, he had, <laughs> he <had> a cigarette <laughs> hanging out of his mouth, jumping <laughs> on a packet of potato crisps <laughs> <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. Um, but I
3: enjoyed... We I went up to the the game on Saturday, oh, did you uh, and I just I'm really enjoying watching Mariners. Yeah, I mean the the game against City last weekend was the game of the round. Yep, uh, full of action entertainment same again this this weekend uh, you know if it hadn't been for Matt Simon coming on and scoring that brace yeah. uh, that would have been a well deserved draw uh, for both sides and you know either side could have had a, a winner hmm. uh, but Simon made the difference
0: and Sydney that. were struggling to find an opening until Simon came yeah. on especially against 10 men it was really and after frustrating for a Sydney FC fan after all the comments that were made about
3: uh, the Mariners defence you know mm. for what well, an hour, virtually. Yeah. They stood
0: up against everything that... Uh, Poscalero so was... I was impressed by Poscalero. Yeah. Um Wamsley was talking him up before the season as well. And they were so unlucky, I reckon, the Mariners. If he, if uh, Fitzgerald doesn't have that brain explosion... Yeah. They were... They they just lost their composure once that penalty decision, especially... And then Fitzgerald, was that... A, was He got fouled for diving. I don't think... Was that a dive? I could... Um,
2: the first I, yellow was a dive. Yeah, the first
0: yellow was a dive, and I think he just having that um, uh, foul against him and the penalty, I think he just snapped. He yeah. just snapped. Yeah, I,
3: I, it was just it was really daft by him. I don't think anybody could have argued with the, the sending off, yeah. unfortunately. But um, having said that, though, the, the refereeing was a bit shoddy in many different places in that game. Yeah, that was not. Uh, that, wasn't uh, a national curriculum quality uh, example of refereeing, sadly. But as I say, it was. I really enjoyed the game. I thought it was uh, very thrilling, exciting. Sydney's still looking the goods has to be said. Hmm. Um, yeah, they're they're starting managing to. to pull out results. Uh, and I was
0: hearing as well, Matt Simon, they've gotten minimum wage. If well, if he can produce <laughs> that, if he if he can get his fitness fitness to what he used to be he yeah. could be and it's and watching that Simon I must prefer being, him being on, on the team that I support rather than being on the opposite side because he was he used to annoy me mm. and he's if he annoys me imagine what he does to the to the defence
2: yeah <laughs> those two goals were world class yeah that header that was serious is That was like Jordan, hang time. He he, he starfished in the air, didn't he? he, he, he (laughs) uh, The the
1: second second one was the first one I could
0: Come on, dude. That was was a beautiful touch. Beautiful touch to trap the ball, and then that was beautiful. The
1: second one was Tim Gay Hill definitely. But the first one was a piece of piss for any strike. Come on.
2: Come on, Harsh, harsh, mate. All right, well, Con Con's done his uh, uh, A League lookalike already, um, which was, was, was Paris Hilton or Paris pa- Hilton? Hilton, Paris Hilton, Scott <laughs> Miller's Paris Hilton.
0: Hilton, and you you've got one for. Us. I've,
2: I've got one for Matt Simon, um, the dad from the Incredibles, the Disney Pixar movie. <laughs> I'll say that. Very good. I'll, I'll look that up. It's it was quite excellent. niche, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think you'd need about forty kilos though, you know, for the upper body. Yeah. <laughs> Um, very good. Now, so Sydney top the league, and second behind them, Brisbane Roar with a convincing 3 0 win over struggling Reds. Kev, how do you solve a problem like a more... Oh, he, he, he could be the next one to get get the sack. Actually, I oh, doubt yeah, it we've... very
3: much. To be honest, I mean, I think forgot about this lad. It's an interesting situation at Adelaide because they went through obviously something similar with Gumbo in his first season. But for some reason, it doesn't feel the same. Mm. With Gombo there looked like promise was there and you could see what they were trying to do and it would fall into place. This time, it just looks a little bit confused. Uh, there's no clarity of thought. Not everybody seems to know what they're doing. doesn't necessarily seem to be a, as distinct a philosophy and direction as there used to be under yeah. Um They stuck by Gombo because, obviously... He was selling them a a, a story, an idea, and I'm not altogether convinced they'll, they'll stand by him more. But Adelaide's culture seems to be to stick stick with the uh, the boss. Yeah. I think they'll probably give him a season and see see where we are at the end of the season. I, I think I think you're, I think you're right
1: there, Kev. I think it was ten games with with Gombauer without a win, the first ten.
3: Yeah, I remember. I, was, the, I mean, there was a whole there was all the old guard from Adelaide were screaming for his head. Uh, yep. By the time he finally got his win and things turned around. Uh, but, it, you know, that was so short sighted back then. I'm not sure Moore's going to get quite the same indulgence from uh, from other people. And I can see the same thing coming up very soon.
1: Well, you can see it's sort of the same, obviously, the same style and the same players that Compa had. So you couldn't really see, you know, if they brought, if they got rid of him, who would they bring in? And, you know, would they put Valkanis in? And you know you can't really see him you know keeping the same style, so I don't think he's going to go anywhere touch wood
3: for a while anyway I agree yeah I think that that is the problem you know who do you replace these people with yeah uh, and yeah. what are you going to achieve by doing that uh, if you're going to throw yourself into another season of flux of having two contrasting styles and a, a squad designed for one of them uh, and not for the other, then you're just making even bigger problems for yourself. Uh,
1: it's, it's the same same story too that
0: they can't score goals. Oh, Syria had a couple of chances. What about that save by Jamie Young? Yeah. Um, yeah. in the second half, that when Syria was through on goal, I can't. That was just incredible. That reflex save.
2: Hmm. A similar sort of issues with I, I see, like the the contrast and, well the sort of similarities with, with Adelaide and, and Man United in the Premier League at, at the moment you know they all this possession and and not actually there's no cutting edge there's nothing they look like you know they look very comfortable on the ball they're, they're composed but where's a goal going to come from you know they're not creating enough chances
3: yeah but I mean with Adelaide of past they didn't really have a dedicated number nine as such and they had a lot of goals coming from deep midfield uh, and they had a, a lot a spread of players that were supplying those goals, which is pretty much ideally the way you want it to be. Mm. You don't want to be reliant on one person. But midfield's not supplying them, and they don't have the number nine, mm. the goal-scoring number nine. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's more of a recruitment issue, possibly for them. Um, come January, next transfer window, try and pick somebody up who's actually going to just finish it.
1: Doesn't look like Babal has, you know, sort of filled that role, and, and Bruce, they're missing big Bruce GTA uh, as well.
3: Mm. Yeah, but I mean, even Bruce wasn't necessarily a goal machine as such. He would, you know, he was yeah. uh, more holding the ball up and trying to create space for others. Uh, I always feel, um, I think, probably would have expected more from Babal, but he's still coming back from injury, though, isn't he? Is he, or am I just making that up?
2: Just give him the benefit of the doubt. Let's just say he's coming back from an injury. Yeah. Um.
0: You know, I think that they've lost that... Um, I think the Gumbau factor was was so huge for Adelaide United. Every time he talked to the players, they loved talking about his methods and mm. how he changed Adelaide. You don't hear that with Amor. You don't hear them talking about what what Amor's done for them. Gumbau so, was 90% character and 10% tactics, I think, to yeah. be honest. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. I think he sold that so well. Yeah, I think he was and he and he could defend himself and more can't get up can't get on the um press conferences and defend himself and explain what he's trying to do and get his messages out in the in the press. I think it's important as well that's a big role for a manager to do yeah. getting those messages out during the week pre game and after the game too and I don't think Gombo did struggle with that as well though I mean we yeah, but he still was like. Like he would be yelling on the sidelines, and you know, being yeah. animated when they score the, a goal. He'd, you know, he being, mined, provide energy. He yeah. his tactics more yeah. than anything.
3: We had Kathy Stone interview him for the magazine last season. He, he mimed was. his tactics, that's and uh, <laughs> <laughs> she uh, went to transcribe the, the notes from the telephone interview, and realised she couldn't, literally couldn't understand a word he'd said mm. in the, the 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 tape recording of it. So she sent it the tape recording. To Adelaide, PR guy to transcribe for, her. and he couldn't understand it either. So I, I don't think he was actually ever talking English. I, th- I think he was just making noises, and it was—it was just miming and whiteboards. That's all he did.
2: What, what a mod does need to do although Adelaide have to score a goal first is to do a run down the line and do a little knee yeah, slide that's right. that would you know just
3: give yourself a little I, bit of character I, I, yeah. I think he needs to come up with something else because that, that would one. just be gumbo light
0: yeah.
3: I think maybe you know the airplane slide across the centre I mean, line you know yeah like a
0: cleansman to the cleanse thing. Thing. Well, yeah. dive. maybe those yeah. maybe those um, those little uh, not those blacks, those 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 uh, those two-wheeled... Like the little Segway Yeah, those 2 wheel Segways without the... The hoverboards. The hoverboards, yeah. Like, just... <laughs> away you go, you know?
3: Actually, yeah. Yeah, running up and down the line with that. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yes, and more. you need to sort your branding out. Yeah. Get yourself but, a little... Uh, oh, but Call Brisbane us. Raw. Call Aloisi oh, Brothers. Strike it's, again.
0: It's the Raw Salona. It's the Raw Salona. <laughs> <It's back>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Mackay was man of the match for me. I thought he was brilliant. He was, he, he was running the show. Yeah. He with his, with his chest pumped out, with his little—I'm going to say—camp run. He, 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 he does have a bit of a camp run. You know, he's got. He has his chest chest puffed out, and he he looks very proud. And um, <laughs> uh, but but you know what? I thought he was absolutely fantastic. He was doing everything. Did Do he uh, have
3: his men face on at the end of it? <laughs> <laughs> that, that probably doesn't translate very well
2: into no, a podcast.
0: Does no. It?
3: Yeah. <laughs> It's still, it's still early. Oh, it's still what early is that? Memphis. It's Memphis. It's, that's it's, it pops up everywhere. Oh, like just being, just, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, we still can't see it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Someone taking a photo. <laughs> All right. Um, let, let's move on to Borello then. informed striker of the A-League, still on a youth team contract. What? How about that? That
0: is mental. What's his agent doing?
2: He's not mad. his job.
1: Wow.
0: Backer has got no money. I mean, the, I he's lucky to get paid full stop. Yeah. What was that, John?
1: I was going to say, I think it was more to do with the financial dramas with the Raw and the administration and all that, and that's kind of fallen through the, the cracks that contract. But yeah, it's definitely an opportunity for another A League club or an overseas club to pick him up.
2: Well, that's it. So, what's the, what's the deal with this then? Could an, another A League team offer him a professional contract? And just yeah. take him, and just take him out of it.
3: Yes, I think they can at the next transfer window.
2: Oh, it, oh yeah, it has to be a transfer window. Okay, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah.
3: I don't think they can do it mid-season.
2: So they've got generally, yeah. So they've got another few months really to to lock him down. A couple of months to Come try to, to, Sydney, and, to try Sydney, and find mate. some money. Come to Sydney. <laughs> Who needs him at Sydney? Matt Simon, <laughs> yeah, world class. <clears throat> that header, con. Woo. Um And McLaren and Barella up front. That's that's a pretty potent attack, that.
3: It is, yep. Uh, I think that's the envy of, of a lot of clubs right now, especially Perth, who must still be ruining the fact that they pissed McLaren off so much that he wanted to leave.
0: And he's got that swashbuckling bead, the
2: uh, Three Musketeers goatee going yep. on. He's, it's a, That's not a Movember thing, is it? It's just uh no, just the, he's, had, he's had it. He's had it all season.
0: Yeah. And, um.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm waiting for you to mention your main
2: crush. Yeah, come on. Get your obligatory mention of uh, of Devante in there.
3: Well, do, do, <laughs> oh, we're still... Yeah, Brisbane Roy, Does he play for Brisbane Roy, does he? Not, right. Not really. <laughs> Not often.
2: Yeah.
3: Uh, no, more from Clute. Always would always be a good thing. Yeah. just think those three, that's such a dynamic attack. Uh, and yeah, but having said that, Matt McKay
0: kind of pretty well filled that role. Very good. And Broish is starting to find some form... As well, For so an old man. that's why I was saying Barcelona. So mm. it's they're looking they they'll be um, one of the teams to watch this season. I'm very excited to watch them I'm go around. Very impressed by how much they've
3: come
2: and, through. And, this and you will be watching them next Friday <laughs> this week. Yeah, that's a big match. It's massive. And the Wanderers won. <laughs> <laughs> About bloody time! Have they so? Is it is it right that the last game that the Wanderers won was in the Asian Champions League final? No, <laughs> <I'm> joking. No. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like it. it feels like it. Uh, but they uh, it was against a weakened glory team, and, um, and Vidicic Just as I took him out of my fantasy football team, he scores. Oh. McGlinchey, and he runs like a duck, Vidicic. <laughs> he runs like a duck. Yeah he has got that duck run.
3: I've never seen a duck run. I'm, yeah, well, I'm, I'm trying to think what a running duck looks like, but I can't.
2: I can imagine it. Yeah. That is... duck's
1: waddle.
3: I, yeah. I would have said they waddled. waddle. He's yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. got the duck waddle, sorry. It's
3: been told to a take waddle. a running duck to myself.
2: But... <laughs> um, Chris Waddle. All right.
3: <laughs> as somebody said on Twitter, Dario Vidicich has negative body fat. He's wow.
2: so skinny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: He's uh, yeah. There's there's not really enough a lot of. Uh...
2: He, yeah, he, he still doesn't look there yet. You know, he's he's still a little bit undercooked. I, I I'm hoping that in a given a couple of weeks he'll he'll start to sort of really come into the form that you know we kind of expect from seeing him play for the Socceroos. But... I think it's
3: the Wanderers as well. Though. I mean, they're not there yet, and they yeah. all still need to settle yeah. into their roles. Uh, I think there's a. A bit of a change of style and tactics and strategy from Popper coming through this season. And uh, with a new, fresh, entirely new squad, virtually, uh, that's taken a bit longer to set in than uh, oh, everyone else. I
0: looks so boring. It's... They look so boring.
2: I, I don't think I've ever been hugely excited about Wanderers, ever, really. The
3: counter-attacking football was the first 20 minutes they would close down teams so hard they would press and press and press and close down and then for 70 minutes after that they would sit back and counter mm. uh, and that was quite exciting because they it would be a very very fast counter but then you had players like Hersey and Ono and they were quality
0: players yes yeah. and they, Her- were- they relied on the speed of Hersey to yeah. to facilitate those counterattacks and, you know Ono is a genius so there was something there. There was something to excite you, but mm.
3: now I, I just don't. It's much more
0: mundane. Mitch Nichols is probably the most exciting thing in that team.
3: Mitch Nichols is really surprised and impressed me. Mm. Uh, I
2: think he's he's come through a lot this season, uh, in my opinion. So but they've all got they've got these, you know, relatively exciting players, but none of them have got an end product. There just seems to be mm. a, a severe lack of goal threat um, in coming from from that team and Pia Vacari, you know isn't really doing it. Vidic, you know, the, 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 Videsic, you, know you, you expect more goals from him, but
3: Pia Vacari, I saw somebody claim is on 750,000 a year
2: within the salary cap. No, no he's Markey. No, he's on the marquee.
3: 750,000 if that's true that's quite incredible. I find that I just do find that very hard to believe. But if you look at his uh, CV
0: Oh, he came from the La Liga. Yeah, I mean last and,
3: season and Syria before that. And, yeah, you know, but nine nine loan spells in eleven years. Played Champions League, so he's... on paper he, he it looks like he should could be the goods. But yeah, stealing a living at the moment, is, mm-hmm. they say.
2: And glory, they apparently were not resting any players, but just hit with a huge amount of injuries for this for this game. I wonder how many of those injuries will. Uh, Will be fit again for uh, for Saturday (laughs) night's game.
3: Yeah, Um, I think Glory are just going to have to try and squeak a win wherever they can this season. Uh, It's just it's a very unexciting squad, I Mm. think. Uh, You talk about the Wanderers being a bit dull and mundane. Yeah, I think they're in the same. I think Glory are possibly even worse. Yeah, Uh, Shandor has made a few surprise. Strikes, yeah, he uh, scored some goals. Guion Fernandez uh, had a couple of moments in this, but <coughs> generally speaking, I don't really see him as being a long-term threat.
2: No, apparently he was playing with a knock as well.
3: So yeah, that, I think it's going to be a long season for Glory fans, regardless of the occasional win that they seem to be grinding at, or one, <laughs> one win.
2: Last night, I um, I, I I really like the scheduling of this game pre. Melbourne Cup, bank holiday, or public holiday—whatever you call them—and um, it was a trifecta for um, victory ahead of the cup, as uh, Barisha and Barbar inspired victory. Owen or- Gal, Owen Gal, um, Bar is man of the match. They, uh, everyone, I think, I think he got the the man of the match through Fox. Uh, uh, Georgeski would be up there for me. Yeah, I he thought he was brilliant.
3: But Barisha, back to Barisha of old. As we were talking back? about on Twitter, JD. <laughs>
1: um, I've been listening back to a few podcasts, Kevin. And you've been putting them off as any more. Uh, I, I think I'm,
3: I'm personally responsible for motivating
0: them. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that, because last week you were saying I think Musket he's lost a check. it. Last week you were saying he's lost it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It could just be a dead cat bone, so, you know. <laughs>
3: uh but yeah i have to say that performance those two goals that, that was classic barisha yeah. and it was especially this, this
2: second yeah
0: definitely. and and it was a typical barisha performance because he he had the crazy eyes when he was <laughs> having a fight with Durante. yeah and that was a penalty i thought yeah he took his, took his um trailing leg one of the, someone's trailing leg took someone's trailing leg but yeah and then he just um uh, got the ball at his feet beautiful control and I don't know didn't mean it you think to control that was that for, the, for the first goal because it was it was kind of off balance yeah and then just put it away that was quality and to the second goal to be on the floor and
2: and still put it yeah, in that yeah that was and to,
3: you know, and to try to put it in so many yeah. players were just stuck their hand yeah, up yeah, yeah. claimed for the penalty and not even yeah. bothered uh, just to keep persevering like that and try and get the final touch get it in the net and just not even bother about trying to hustle the ref. Mm. Fantastic. I just that's
0: I love Borussia when he's like that. And Bubarus looks like he was channeling Ned Zelic when he <laughs> scored that goal against Individual Holland. brilliance. Yeah, individual brilliance. But it was a deflection. But I, was he slouching in a coach at the time? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Wearing a satin shirt? <laughs>
2: <laughs> why, why we're talking about uh, Ned Zelic, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, why, does every, why is everyone wearing the suit and he just turns up in um, just a. Individual brilliance. Is that, is that what it is? Yeah. Is that what it's down to? Yeah. Yeah, that's fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> why not? He's an He think, writes his own rules. I, I always think he turns up and, that like, Ned, have you got your suit? Oh, shit. Oh, no, I, have, I, know, I <laughs> forgot something. Oh, well, it just have to be the certain shirt. Yes, satin shirt again. <laughs> <laughs> Can I slouch here? Yeah. <laughs> um, Phoenix John?
1: Oh, jeez, it's a tough, yeah, end of a very tough week, hasn't it? I mean, 3-0 after getting the notification. Um, yeah, spirits are low. In, in New Zealand, but I did see in Facebook um, just an hour or two ago, there was a, I think it was a game in, in Stuttgart, and um, some people on the ground had to save the Knicks um, oh, sign-up. Seriously? It's so <laughs> not mobile for Germany. So, uh, yeah, at least they're they, they getting the
2: word out to, uh, to keep themselves alive in the A-League. Brilliant. That's fantastic. Brilliant. <laughs> so that brings us on to a, a little preview of the FFA Cup final this weekend. Maybe the, Sorry, maybe the Knicks could play in the second Bundesliga. Yeah. If they get kicked out. Well, <laughs> well, well, well where, where will they play? Uh, is that just the end of the franchise? Do, do, does the FFA own the, the Wellington Phoenix franchise, or is that owned by the club or the owners?
3: No, it's, well, they own the licence. Uh, but, and presumably they'll probably own the trademarks as a result as well. So, they may gift them.
2: And then they can gift the club
3: that, and then they can go into the New Zealand
0: State League, Premier League, whatever it is they have over there. Maybe they could play uh, in the World Club Championships with Auckland City.
3: Hmm?
2: Yeah. Yes. That'd be the best team in New Zealand.
3: Yeah.
0: That's, that's quite
3: a claim as well. Yeah. yeah. But they.
2: I'm not sure if they would, because they'd probably have to go into the the New Zealand league to get mm. players anyway, because mm. they would not be able to afford to pay any of them that they're paying yeah. now. Mm. Yeah. So the, the squad would get decimated, and then and then it'd just go back to being a a New Zealand. Basically, club. the Phoenix so.
3: squad would relocate to Cronulla. Uh, mm. They talk down funny down there as well. See how the Marubra <laughs> locals make of uh, all these Kiwi accents. <laughs> Cronulla, Cronulla riots part two.
2: What do you what, what do you think about um, Cronulla team? Well, as a Sydney put your Sydney FC hat on for a second.
0: I would love it if they supported the team half as much as the Wanderers support their team, and you've got you need at least ten thousand to because you don't want a situation where you've got Melbourne Melbourne City playing mm. and there's empty rows in there. Like every time you watch Melbourne City, I just look at Melbourne City as big mistake big mistake not having geographical separation and you don't want that to happen with Cronulla but I don't know but the thing is if you get a big
3: crowd at Cronulla you're going to get empty empty terraces at uh, Sydney FC because it's the same crowd
0: It's just pure cannibalisation. Yeah, but I don't think... I think a lot of Sydney FC fans stuck when the Wanderers came too. I don't think there was a lot of cannibalisation. That's a geographic thing as well.
2: So I I think the... um, the... What's the figure? Is
0: it a third of Sydney FC fans that... Thirty percent,
2: which is but the the member that I don't think is is the issue, but I th- they've got a huge amount of their young, uh, what they call junior blues or something like that. Yeah. The, the program that goes 45% through forty five percent. Yeah, probably. so that's like nearly wow. half of their junior blues program come from the Sutherland Shire. So so it's
3: it's a you know, fans heartland and it's a development area. That's just ridiculous. You
0: don't put yeah. a new club Maybe in there why, you've got a city of five St. George. Million. Why not have it around that area in the St George area instead of Cronulla? I don't understand the St George pretty is pretty, pretty much the
2: same yeah. really? I mean, I yeah. know. Thought,
3: you've got the whole. You've got southwest. You've got Campbelltown. You've got Liverpool. Jesus, you could even go into the northern shore, the, up to the, the the Hills District. Anything mm. you don't or Penrith go right the way out to the yeah. Blue Mountains. You don't need Yeah, exactly. Right you don't need to do it on uh, Sydney's doorstep. That's just insane, absolutely insane. And the fact that they even proposed that without talking to club chairman, without talking to Sydney FC, without talking to fans, just Lyle Garman and the FFA dreaming up this ridiculous plan in the tower without talking to anyone just drives me mental.
0: Yeah, I would rather see a team
3: in Canberra. The
2: fans <laughs> I, would, I would rather see a
0: team in Canberra or Wollongong, or um maybe even Geelong uh, before another team
3: if we really needed to rush a team in i think south i still say south, yeah, melbourne, south melbourne fc for sure. is the one we should be looking at we build them up we sit, put in some business people get a proper business plan going there get them uh, compliant with ffa regulations make them a league friendly they've got such an identity they've got the following Everything's ready and waiting for a team like that to come in. Uh, just this Sydney-centric mentality that we can't have three teams in Sydney, a be- eh, three teams in Melbourne, before three teams in Sydney is just ridiculous. And I still think Liverpool FC anyway uh, yep. should be the future for Sydney. Uh, we could get two new metropolitan teams in. We could still get the six derbies, city derbies each mm. season, and keep Wellington Phoenix. And reduce the uh, the the size of the the season to a more manageable two teams, two yeah. games a season, home and away, uh, without anybody crying over spilt milk at the end of the season. Such a ridiculous way of going th- about things.
2: Mm. Okay. Rant over. <laughs> Kevin Ayers drops the mic. And <laughs> <laughs> oh <yeah. laughs> Ayers out. Right. Right, let's go on to our fake-up final.
3: Melbourne victory, 5-0.
2: Whoa. I, th- I find it's interesting that Perth glory is the home team. On the- I was going
3: to ask you about that. Wow. I saw you put that in the notes. Yeah. It counts as the home. That's mm. ridiculous. That's just rubbing salt into the wounds. I know, it? isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> they've got no chance.
0: Like, Wellington versus uh, Melbourne victory, that looked like a game for about five or ten minutes. <laughs> didn't it? I thought, oh, look, they're both... Yep. Having a crack, they're both then, on the field. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> eleven players each. <laughs> oh, oh, Borussia. But yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I really do hope Perth can do something. That would be great. That'd be a great story if they can get up. But there's just, I just think they've got no chance. <laughs> no chance.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, it pains me to say, but I, I have to. I have to agree with you here. I, I, I don't think it's going to be a contest. This. I can't imagine that. Like to, for it to be half competitive, Glory would have to get a very rigid and organised game plan mm. and avoid victory breaking them down as easily as Phoenix allowed them to last night. But I just don't think they've got it in them. If, if they do it, I, I I think they could
3: possibly do that. But to do it would be anti-football. I mean, it would have to be you know really, really ugly glory of old Jacob Burns style tack- tackles going in, and just shutting down victory at every opportunity. But to be honest, yeah, I think you're probably right. I just mm. don't think they're up to it. I still see victory's strength and speed and technical ability overpowering and overrunning glory in every corner of the field. Uh, when I joked about five nil, I'm serious. I think actually. If it's not 3 0, I'll be very surprised. I
0: don't think Australian players are up to the task of playing this grinding defensive game. I think it's not in them. Even to try and coach them like that, I mean, Western Wanderers did. I don't know, Pedro
3: Big managed to make a career. Yeah, yeah, he did
0: actually. (laughs) (laughs) But I've just, yeah. So, yeah, I don't. Anything can happen. It's a cop it's a cup game anything can happen in the cup yeah,
3: magic in the cup yes. yeah. right, magic <laughs> cup John, so, John's walking around his flat <laughs> with the FaceTime going and it's like watching an episode of Peep Show and it's quite disconcerting <laughs> I would like to
1: point out it's a house not a flat no, <laughs> no, I, would, I would agree I would agree with what said it's, it's a cup final so a one off game you've got to give them some chance but uh, yeah victory 2-0, 3 nil. I mean, they had that slip-up against Newcastle. They looked pretty good on Monday night and you can't really look past them getting the win, can you?
0: It's party time if you're a victory fan, I reckon.
2: Party time. Three three um, trophies in a year.
0: Uh,
3: no, this was an interesting debate that I've seen come up on Twitter. Does that count as a treble? Three trophies in a calendar year, oh, does that count as a, a good, treble?
0: That's a good debate. No, not for me. It's I would say it's
3: got to be in the same season. I yeah. agree, but three in a calendar year is still quite a, a, a strong achievement. Yeah. It's... But, yeah.
1: I think it's going to be really interesting this year with victory with um, the Asian Champions League because obviously the Wanderers have have done it and you know the, the squad, the victory of God, they've got to be getting you think into at least the quarterfinal semi-final
3: stage it is going to be interesting because I think the attitude to the ACL has changed so much since they were last in it yeah uh whereas before it was an interference and something that just got in the way of the season and disrupted things mm. uh with Wanderer's success and I think just an overall renewed or new interest in the Asian Champions League uh, in Australia I can see Victory actually trying to make a decent uh, fist off at this time. And yeah, I agree. I think we should be aiming for at least the quarters or semis.
1: I remember Muskie openly slagging it off, you know, three, or four years ago. Um, you know, that, that it just wasn't, uh, you know, important at all. But yeah, I think that issue it has changed and um, I'd be really interested to see how they go.
2: Well, do you think Victory will look to bolster that squad? Bring in some a- ACL specific players? Because it, it, it's going to damage. It's going to like Wanderers didn't ha, had nowhere near the squad that, that victory do. But to, to play in with with the small squad that we're allowed in, in the league. But the
3: the problem with that though is what kind of quality are you going to attract that you tell actually you can only play for you know six games in the next couple of months. You get, can't you can't play our regular home and away games.
2: Get David Veer back. <laughs> <laughs>
3: But I mean, even then, you know, there's going to be a long gap between games for them. So keeping them fit, match sharp, uh, and trying to attract somebody under those circumstances, I think get any quality into that role, you're really going to struggle. Uh, I think they I, I'm just not sure it's an attractive proposition. I reckon this squad's okay. I don't think they need anyone. It's uh, it's it's tight, mm. and providing they don't get any injuries, they can do it. But they they've got to lose a foreigner, right? That's the rule. Isn't yeah, it? three plus one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so maybe they're in fact do they do they have an Asian? So no. they may have to lose two. Mm. Actually, well, mm. we should probably check that.
2: Yeah, we'll look into that. Maybe we could
3: ask a journalist.
2: Mm. All right. So quick one back onto the FFA Cup, the final. What are your thoughts on the on the competition? Are you are you are you happy with the 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 format? Any any improvements that you think you could make come?
0: I love the FFA Cup. Um, I did a lot of stories during the FFA Cup. My favourite thing was finding stories out about the teams from the lower leagues. Mm. That was my favourite thing, and I think once the um, once the A League s- season started, you kind of it kind of got swallowed up. The FFA it gets Cup gets overshadowed. It, got, doesn't it? it gets yeah. overshadowed. You kind of really. But because you're, we've got such a long off season, and when we're like as football fans, you're just, you know, wanting some football. Any, any when the FFA Cup ca- came along, it was a well, it was very welcome. And uh, having the um the, the thing that I would have is make make the teams, the lower tier teams, play in their stadiums instead of playing at, um, Amy Park, for example, Hume City.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: I thought they 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 were pretty good. I would have loved to have seen how they went playing against Melbourne. Uh, victory at their home ground. There's issues with that, though, and that's certainly the unfortunate thing where,
3: you know, it's going to be broadcast quality lighting, which yeah. if they try and play in a municipal park, uh, the cost of bringing in appropriate lighting would defeat any possible gain they might have from it. Yeah. Uh, but I agree, it would be nice to see them in the their original ground, but it's just... Not possible necessarily all the time.
0: And try and figure out a way to get the A League teams and the NPL teams in a situation where the NPL teams aren't out of season for like five or six weeks when they're playing in these semi final games. I think that's well. also
3: one of these impossible tasks how you balance that. Yeah. When, uh, just, think... the, the seasons run at different times. Go on, John.
1: Yeah, I think, oh uh, uh, yeah, I think Con's 100% right there. I mean, I think it's got to be a pre season tournament. Um, you know, you start a lot earlier because the preseason goes for forty-eight years. Every um, <laughs> end of season, you, you make it a preseason tournament. You know, it won't get swallowed up, and it gives the um, the MPL, MPL teams a better a better chance to compete. And also, I think we need to change the rig draw.
3: I agree so, completely on that. Yeah, I yeah. mean,
1: you, you can't really get any. You, they're a bit stayed, particularly when the A Leagues teams play each other. You know, you really want the, sort of the magic of a draw where anyone can get anyone. Um, but I think I think Con's also right. You know, you want the, the local stadiums where, where possible, and you know, give the NPL ch- teams a chance so they're not you know eight weeks after the last game and got bugger all chance because um, they're not fit at all.
3: Yeah, yeah. No manipulation of the the draw, so it's it's yep. natural uh, rivalry that emerges, uh, and also you know let um, the NPL sides sign who they like as yeah, well. Yeah, that's right.
0: That's uh,
3: amazing. Yeah level playing field. Uh, if they want to find the cash to have two marquee overseas players, let them.
1: Yeah, I think it's been a fa- fantastic competition though. You know, It's really livening things up, but uh, a few small tweaks um, can definitely improve it. So,
3: so when would you have the final?
1: I, I, th- I think you know, if you could have the final, maybe even just before I mean, I don't have it just before the a league starts or you know, so get swamped up with against the, the uh, our, our NRL football and AFL maybe you know just a week or two in, inside but you know closer closer to um you know the 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 start you know not not looking at November because the NPL season's just finished way too early and we've got to remember that they're semi-pros so um you know it's a bit unrealistic to to sort of say train for two three months um don't have any games, and then play a massive game. Mm-hmm. The other
3: problem as well, though, is you've got 660 games to fit in before we get to the final. <laughs> that's true. So yeah. the, the earlier you bring in the final, the earlier the season's got, the, the competition's actually got to start to get to the final. So you've then got to push the the smaller teams into their pre-season uh, to get the, the competition underway, which I guess is less of an issue than facing the A-League out-of-season.
1: Mm. Yeah, no, it's 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 a fair point. I think it's, it is tough to sort of fit all those things in, but um, yeah, it's it, a few little changes. And I said, yeah, I, I agree with Kevin with the marquees. I mean, wouldn't it be great to see uh, Ronaldinho or you know whoever, um, even just come in for for one game? It, it certainly adds a bit of interest, and particularly in that lull period when there is no football mm. in Australia being played, it um, you know, gets maximum coverage.
3: The other thing as well is the national club identification policy as well. We should allow these clubs to mm. be who they are yeah. uh, and celebrate that rather than try and yep. sweep it under the carpet. And it's another strange decision by yeah. the FFA to, to give the FFA Cup with one hand
0: and then take away their identity yeah. with the other at exactly the same time. And, then they, 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 and, the, and the rules they would put on those clubs, some clubs were allowed to have those badges others weren't so yeah i mean you weren't allowed
3: to redevelop your strip Hmm. or your badge with ethnic references in them well what was we had a year zero that that was your badge and that was your strip and i had to stay exactly that Hmm. from now on if you try and change it then you've got to strip the ethnicity out of it that's so wrong i I mean it's just we're so far away from 2005 or 2004 and the nsl and the problems that there might have been back then yeah we've got Wonderful heritage, we should be celebrating. Yeah, that's right. Not pretending it didn't happen and anglicising and white Australian mm. everything. We just don't need to do that. That's a really bad idea. But apart from that, it's a great competition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely old job. Are we sponsored by the FFA for this one?
2: Um, no. Good, good. That's, no, no, that's good. Thankfully. <laughs> After <laughs> your rant against uh, <laughs> um, Optus have taken the EPL rights 60 million Australian dollars per season
3: This is huge It's absolutely huge wow, The this? ramifications I mean, they, it could be it could work out to be a great thing but I think more than likely it's going to be a terrible thing to be honest Why? With no EP- be... Sorry, John. Sorry John can... No, you go I'll get Uh on. No, I mean One, it's going to be tricky for fans to watch the EPL if we're going to need multiple subscriptions to multiple different channels.
0: Yeah,
3: Uh, so that's not have Fletch
0: TV. um,
3: Yeah, (laughs) Uh, it's not going to be good for the the fans. But from the FFA's perspective, um, I think they're really going to struggle to get Fox Sports to increase what they're paying for the A League if they're going to pay anything at all, because they've not got that EPL draw card uh, and a critical mass of football fans on Fox Sports now that are going to have Fox Sports to watch the A-League. Uh, I think without the EPL there is the the key draw card, the A-League figures are going to slump on, FF, on yep. uh, Fox Sports.
2: It's, it's going to damage the, the A-League.
3: Yeah, hugely. Uh, I mean, people were optimistically saying, oh, there's going to be more money for them to offer the uh, FFA now. That's not how it's going to work, I don't think. I'd be mm. very surprised. <laughs>
1: I think, Kevin, you're 100% right. I mean, I think there's a good point in uh, the tumultuous book by Sean Mooney and uh, John Stensold, um, The Ten Years of the A-League, and the fact that the, they, they had the EPL rights and decided, you know, obviously to, to get the A-League and bundle that together. So it was a real package to entice people to sign up. And, you know, if, if it's just the A-League without the EPL or without other top football coverage, then how many people are going to sign up? So I think it could be quite bad for the A-League.
3: Yeah, I don't see this ending well for the A-League at all. The only hope there might be is that Optus were more keen on the digital rights Mm -hmm. than the actual broadcast rights, TV rights, and what they then do is resell the TV rights back to Fox uh, and keep the digital rights and use that as a a way of leveraging new subscribers and connections.
0: Because that's what they said in their press release, that it was about uh, multimedia mobile entertainment. That's what they said. Yeah, this whole deal is yeah. about. So maybe uh, it's.
3: I mean, if if that's what happens, then phew, yeah, we've dodged a bullet. Yeah, uh, but if it isn't, then we've got because they could do the serious same concerns. Ahead. for the A League,
0: right? That could buy the A League rights and just have all the.
3: No, they can't because it's it's a different different package then because the the EPL they're just rebroadcasting footage from other people. If you buy the A League rights, you've got to go out and actually film that. And the cost of outside broadcasts and live production. coverage, mm. live production, monumental. So you you take your your twenty-five million, that uh, forty million that the Fox Sports are paying the FFA, double that because that's what your outside broadcasts are going to cost.
0: Yeah,
1: I think it could be you know become a situation like in the UK now, which I, I can say because I've got Sky, which obviously. Has some Premier League, but not everything anymore. Um, and BT, which now has Premier League and now Champions League, and also um, Premier Sports, which has uh, the NRL. So you end up paying for three bloody um, broadcasters, and you know, getting absolutely caned. So is, is, is Premier Sports?
2: Is, is Premier Sports affiliated to um, Fox Sports?
1: No, I think Premier Sports uh, is affiliated with Satanta. Uh,
2: oh, so BN in, sport. Yeah, yeah, so I
1: mean, I guess, yeah, you've got the situation now in Australia with B and Sport. I'm not sure exactly. They've got Champions League and uh, the Championship, haven't they?
2: B and Sport have basically got everything apart from EPL and A-League. So that's, yeah,
1: I mean, you, you could have a situation where the everyday football fan has B in Sports, has Fox Sports for the A-League and then um, now Optus for the EPL. And mm. How many people are going to be able to afford to... Do that to shell out big numbers every month for
3: all three. I mean, the model though with BT uh, when BT Sport did this in the UK, they've have effectively stole EPL rights from Sky Sports, didn't they? Well,
1: no, they actually. Well, what, what happens now is Sky still has you know their Super Saturday and um, Sunday, but but they've lost certain games because obviously, unlike in in Australia, we can get every game. They don't show every game over here. Yeah. Um, so it, it it's sort of a real mix up of of the rights but they've got the champions league which is you know a big big draw card because you're not watching it 4am in the morning
2: yeah
3: yeah true
2: talking of uh, talking of you being over in uh, in england uh, any news from any of our overseas aussies um we spoke a little bit before about some of our roda Ruse. anything uh, any insight of what's going on with them over there
1: well yeah there's always there's, there's always news i think those People have been on on the 442 website I would have seen them eating some sort of weird and disgusting fish. Um, <laughs> but there, recently, but there was um, a big blow uh, on Saturday. They they went down six nil to Ajax uh, at the Amsterdam Arena. So a bit of a pumping. Um, I had a chat with Rostin Griffiths after that, and um, yeah, obviously a, a big blow because Rotor have been been doing quite well um, with with Rosten there and Tommy Urich and, and Daniel de Silva. So. Um, six. Still not not the result they would have been after.
2: Is uh is Juric still playing? Is he is he starting?
1: Yeah, he is. He's scored um oh, I'm not exactly sure three or four. He's he's he's, he's scored quite a few. Um, mm. obviously didn't get on the sheet in that game. Started up uh, the front in a four four two and and came off after seventy seven minutes. And Ross Griffiths has been playing every game. Mm. Um, he actually came off with it with a hamstring injury, uh, but he's been doing quite well. De Silva? Hasn't been getting as much game time He was on the bench um, but, but both seem to be well, uh, Griffiths and Juric in particular Seem to be doing quite well So it's great to see that they're getting game time but, um, Obviously they'll be looking to bounce back pretty quickly I think they've got a game this Friday um, Yeah In the Erediv- Eredivisie
3: My other man crush Tommy Rogic up at Celtic
0: Oh yeah, he's on fire He's
3: uh, winning fans left, right and yeah. centre uh, it's one of my favourite things to do on a Sunday night, early hours of Sunday morning is just do a Twitter search for Rogic and see the f- love come in from all the fans uh, you know,
2: straight
1: after you do the Twitter search for Devante Clute, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's,
2: he's, he's sat outside Devante Clute's house <laughs> googling Rogic <laughs>
3: binoculars in my house no,
0: no yeah, he just <laughs> loves it what about that um, little back heel in the cup in the cup game to to get them the win 2-1 um, Rogic yeah a yeah. little back heel. Yeah. unbelievable yeah he's just he's, it, he's just it's just hilarious call. they, they're calling him the um, Zidane
3: yeah yeah <laughs> I mean seeing the the, the title change and opinion of him uh, in Scotland this season it has just been amazing because when he first started it was like oh jeez get rid of him get yeah. rid of this Australian yeah. the Skippy yeah. useless can't Here take it, it. Uh, and then now it's man of the match Zidane uh, or Zidane is uh, you know Francis Rogic I think somebody even said at one stage, uh, they just absolutely adore him. Man. He still has off games, but he's now playing 90 minutes, yeah. which is a huge achievement for him. on unheard off, yeah. in his career, really. Uh, and I think he's the way he's going at the moment, providing that osteitis, pubis thing doesn't flare up mm. again, he's just going to have the most amazing season and be such a better player yeah. in six months' time than we've ever
0: seen before. And two, thi- two things that causes... Um I was to speak spoke to Ange uh at his teleconference. He was saying if he becomes a key player for Celtic, he becomes a key player for the Socceroos, yeah. mm. and also if he c- continues on his form, bigger clubs are going to come calling for him too. Yeah. So, I mean, I think the the two big fears that used to be about Rogic,
3: even earlier in this season, uh, you know, as recently as that, were one is fitness that he wasn't capable of doing ninety minutes. Mm. He started doing that now. Uh, and two, he wasn't a big game player. He went missing in the yeah. big games. But they played Aberdeen at the weekend, uh, who you know they're vying with at the top of the, the league, and was key for them. You mm. know, man of the match performance him and Griffiths together. Uh, so, you know, one by one, he's knocking down these stereotype responses about him, and uh, proving that you know he's the man. Uh, and all the faith that there has been in him
0: is going to be rewarded. And yeah. he looks so fit and sharp, and he's not just trudging along like he's. Yeah, he and he's looks so he's much such quicker a big than unit, he was. Such a big unit yeah. as well.
1: Just one, uh, one name to throw in the mix, who's um, most of our listeners wouldn't have heard of before is, is Callum Elder, uh, left back, who's been playing for Peterborough in League One. Um, he's on loan from Premier League Leicester City and uh, doing really well, playing every week. Um, and scored a goal the other week, our first goal. So you know, 20 years old, um, you know, playing regularly in League One, you know, with the likes of James Meredith and, and Bailey Wright, you know, Sakaaroo. So um, yeah, you he's know, one to, to keep an eye on.
3: Notoriously weak position for Life us back. as well. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Somebody we desperately need new blood for.
1: Well, we don't have many 20-year-olds playing, you know, regularly in a in a decent decent league, well, decent league overseas, particularly. So mm. um, yeah, it's good to good to see him. Um, do well and yeah, keep an eye on and see what he what he does in the future.
2: Uh, Is he where was he at, John? Sorry,
1: he's at Peterborough on loan. Uh, I think till January. Um, he was in loan. He's obviously he's been with Leicester City. I think four years went over. He's from the North Shore, from Mossman in Sydney, and uh, I think he's a manly, uh, mainly United junior. But don't hold me to that. Um, but yeah, been on the books of Leicester City. Went on loan to Mansfield Town. League 2 last season, played a lot of games and then has obviously sort of gone alone again and um, doing really well. They're, they're actually quite high up in the table for a relatively small club so um, you know, it's great to see Aussie players getting getting game time and you know, as I said, he's only 20 so mm. they're still very young.
3: Has he had any uh, national call-ups? Under 17s or joys around him?
1: I think he might have had one or two of the young on uh previously but it hasn't been mentioned in the Olly um, obviously, they've got the, the qualifiers in, in January for, for Rares. So he hasn't really been mentioned, which is a bit surprising. You know, considering he's playing at a much better level than probably most of the other players in that position. So, mm. um, yeah, I don't think he's had that much of a sniff. I think he might have flown under the radar a bit.
3: Time, time to put him on the radar, then, eh?
2: Get him on oh, the I can only radar. do so many
1: stories about the kid,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but no, he did. He did score, as I said, mentioned he scored his first goal uh, last weekend, I think it was. So we'll have a story on that uh, in the next couple of days. So not yeah, t- scoring goals as well, which for a left back is um, is handy.
2: Yeah, not just a left back, but a goal scoring left back. Remember the name, David name? Carney What was his name again? <laughs> um, Callum, Elder. Callum Elder. Callum Elder. There we go. Timmy. Has announced that he will not be coming to the A League anytime soon. No
3: surprise there, I don't think. Yeah. But he's coming to Australia for his book tour. Yeah, he's got a book out. Yeah, yeah, pardon so. the All right, oh, yeah, yeah. A- Hashtag legacy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag bore off. <laughs> what is bore off? <laughs> Hashtag
3: Timmy Cahill's World Cup book tour legacy. Hashtag. <laughs> um,
2: Six point five million a season. Wow. He's, he's on in China. Well done,
3: and that's why he's not back in the league. Like. And,
2: and we were saying Pierre Vicari's earning <laughs> more than he should be on <laughs> seven hundred and fifty grand.
3: But I, no, I mean I don't don't grudge Tim Cahill that he was the highest scorer last year. Oh, was he? Yeah, he was the club's highest scorer. In fact, he—I'm not sure—but he might have been the highest scorer in the league. Uh, but certainly was the club's high scorer. That's awesome. I love that uh, he's doing that.
0: That's just Exactly. You know, well you, done, you can't
3: for all we joke, you can't he's not over the hill yet. That's the thing. And in his mind, he's still not ruled out the A League yet, because he still thinks he's got at least one or two years yeah. left in him overseas. Mm. Uh and then he'll think about the A League. Who's gonna give him six
0: point five million dollars? No, nobody's
3: going to. And he's no he's gonna. It, it doesn't make financial sense. No, it, nobody's going to get that back.
0: And Kinkaid is pretty big in Australia, but he's not going to get the same love that he's getting from the Chinese in Shanghai. Like, I think he, I, I think the love would be equal, but I don't I think, think so. the money would be. In, you know,
1: I don't know. I just think the love. I, I think the love. I think the love is definitely there. But yeah, the, the, we won't see him in the A League. I cannot see him playing you know, unless he's forty-five years old, and we see him in ten years. But I can't see it happening.
3: I I I wouldn't necessarily rule it out completely yet, but I, it's certainly a year at least away uh, before we see that happening. Uh, probably eighteen months away. Uh, but you know, um, I think he will only come here when he runs out of other options. He could be playing NFL with Jared Hayne.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, Jared Haynes not even playing NFL. <laughs> you joke right. about that, con, but he's actually very yeah I know
0: they, they could be he could be you know come out and hang out here could be the kicker
3: do, do they need people that jump in NFL
2: basketball maybe maybe yeah. maybe get him get him playing NBA um, right then let's leave it there so FA FFA <laughs> Cup final Saturday night Perth glory will take on Melbourne victory at Amy Park 7.30 we've also got um, Thursday night game Oh, it's just non-stop football, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Adelaide versus Melbourne City, Friday night, the top of the table clash. Sydney FC will take on Brisbane Roar at the Allianz. The other game, Saturday, the early game is Jets v Western Sydney Wanderers. Central Coast Mariners will take uh, will host Wellington Phoenix on Sunday, and that concludes the forthcoming fixtures in the A League. Um, So that that's it hey John thanks for, thanks for tuning in and filling us in on the Aussies overseas
1: oh, a lot of fun as usual boys thanks for having me
2: and Con thanks, thanks for coming in All right, thanks for having me as well Kevin let's go and put on our fascinators and get to Ramwick races can I just go back to bed you can go back to bed for an hour <laughs> thanks alright um, I've been your host Adam tune in next week thanks bye, bye.